Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bundjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Luna Love of the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and you're probably sick of hearing from me because this is the second episode from me this week. But there is so much going on astrologically at the moment that it is just too tricky to stay away. You will likely have a little gap next week. There won't be an episode. But you see, I don't control when the moon is new or full or when planets are going retrograde. So I'm just embracing the inconsistency of all of this. And I hope you are too. This podcast really is a metaphor for life. Inconsistent and chaotic. <laughs> no, just my life. <laughs> also, let's, let's say expansive and informative because the podcast is definitely those things too. All right, so we are nearing the end of the eclipse portal, culminating with a beautiful Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse. We also have a stellium forming between Mercury, Venus and the sun, which will be energetically potent, amplifying once again all of those beautiful transformative Scorpio energies we spoke about uh, in the Scorpio season episode. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and do that. I'll link it in the show notes of this episode. The Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse will take place on Tuesday, November 8th at 10.02pm in Sydney, 11.02am in London and 6.02am in New York. All right, I'm going to recap some of the things we spoke about in that episode because they're relevant here and they will serve as a good reminder. You may remember I told you about the fact that the eclipses were taking place on the Taurus-Scorpio nodal axis. These signs are opposing energies. When the moon is full, it is directly opposite the sun, hence the full illumination with that beautiful big full moon that we see in the sky. It also means that we are experiencing potent energy from both of these opposing energies simultaneously. It's one of many reasons we tend to feel full moon energy so much stronger than the other lunar phases. It's also an eclipse though. And what does an eclipse do? It amplifies that energy. But we'll talk about eclipses a little bit more in a minute. The theme with this particular nodal axis is security. And the polarity is between me versus ours. Taurus versus Scorpio. 
Taurus is the recognition of one's own security. Yeah, that's the me. Its objective is to maintain security for itself, but also its physical possessions, so the things that it has. Scorpio, on the other hand, is the, aware- is the awareness of merging with another. Yeah. So where Taurus is quite self-focused, that doesn't mean selfish. It's just an earlier part of the zodiac. So in the early parts of the zodiac, we we um, focus on self, and then as we move through the zodiac, we start to notice other people. It kind of starts with Virgo. There's an awareness of serving other, yeah, uh, being selfless and and serving outside of ourselves. Then we sort of move into Libra, which is the awareness of partnership, yeah. And then we go into Scorpio where the intensity ramps up a little and we actually merge with another. Do you remember we spoke about merging identities? So when it comes to security with Scorpio, it's about attaining ultimate trust and security with other. So that's the difference, yeah? The theme is the same. There's just a different polarity to it. Taurus is me, Scorpio is ours. Very, very different ways of looking at security, but both equally important. And perhaps this is a theme that you've noticed surface throughout this eclipse season, perhaps over this entire year. Perhaps one weighs more heavily than the other for you. Perhaps they both need your attention. How many times can she say perhaps? Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Okay, (laughs) sorry, that's enough of that. Something else I mentioned in a previous episode, but I'll say it again is that these eclipses are linked to the ones we experienced in April, May of this year. So you may have noticed repeating patterns or lessons, perhaps you're still learning them, and transformation is taking place. Transformation, of course, is still a big theme, even though this is a Taurus full moon, we are still very much in Scorpio season. And like I said before, we've got Venus and Mercury right there by the sun, amplifying that energy. Another little reminder is that eclipses usually catapult us towards our karma and soul contract stuff. So if we link all of this information I've just given you together, lessons around security may surface that are closely linked to your soul path and karma. These lessons, although sometimes uncomfortable and at the time may feel fucked and inconvenient, are expediting you towards your destiny and thus will likely trigger transformative experiences yeah so that's what all of that means in summary is transformation comfortable sometimes maybe but mostly it's not simply because we like the familiar we might like surprise birthday parties not all of us i do though if anyone close to me is listening and wants to throw me one but we don't enjoy unexpected life surprises especially when we're clinging on tightly to an old identity or habit or person or thought or experience or insert whatever we're holding on to for dear life now if you thought the last eclipse brought big energy with it i have a little tidbit to share with you this one is going to be bigger more potent, more powerful, more transformative, more karmic, more, 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 or not. I mean, you never really know, do you? (laughs) You might not even notice it. 
This is a total lunar eclipse though. So the last one was just a little partial solar eclipse. And this one is also a blood moon. What does that mean? Well, a lunar eclipse occurs when Earth passes directly between the sun and the moon. And a blood moon occurs with a total lunar eclipse when the moon turns a reddish color. So when you look up in the sky on Tuesday night, don't freak out if the moon is red. Energetically, it means potent AF. But with potency comes great power. And with great power comes potential for growth, expansion, incredible rewards if you allow the necessary processes to occur. There are quite a few planets that are also influencing this eclipse, but before we move on to them, let's just have a little tete-a-tete about Taurus because she is the flavor of this full moon and eclipse. The mantra for Taurus is I have. It relishes in the tangible and material, very different to Scorpio, that likes to frolic in emotional and psychological depths rather than focusing on the attainment of things. Taurus is very in tune and in touch with nature and the physical body. It longs for security so that things can remain peaceful, stable and sustaining. Oh, feels. Oh my God. (laughs) Taurus is a very sensual sign. Think accessing all five senses for pleasure, for purpose, for creative potential. How will these Taurian qualities play out during this full moon and eclipse? Well, I mean, it could play out in various ways. Look at money, values, self-worth, and your physical body. I mean, there's lots of ways this could play out. The best thing you can do for yourself from now until the eclipse and after, of course, is to ground. Favor stability over a quick buck or an impulse purchase and be open to pivoting. Yeah, the shadow side of Taurus is their relentless stubbornness. Yeah, you've got to be open to the pivot in order to move Taurian energy. Practice your pirouettes now, little ballerina, because you're going to need them. (laughs) Sometimes I write things in my notes and then when I say it out loud, when it comes to recording time, it doesn't quite hit like I thought it would, but I'm going to leave it in just to humiliate myself, little ballerina. All right, let's look at what planets are also influencing this moon and what we can learn from them. Well, I mentioned that Scorpio stellium, so that's Sun, Mercury, Venus. Venus, of course, is the planet of love, values, relationships, but also self-worth. Mercury is the planet of communication, um, and the Sun is all about our life force energy. Now, if you imbue all of those things with a Scorpio flavor, that'll sort of tell you where that Scorpio energy is going to hit. We spoke about Venus in the Scorpio episode, so I won't go into that. You sort of know how that's going to hit your relationships. Um, And we spoke about the sun being in Scorpio, obviously. When it comes to Mercury and communication, my feeling with Mercury in Scorpio is that it's about introspective communication. So like, how are you communicating with yourself? How are you talking to yourself? What is your internal monologue? But then also... What is not being said in situations? That's something to look at when communicating with others. And then also just make sure 
<laughs> that you're not telepathically communicating with people and expecting them to understand. That's also, that's also very Scorpionic. So that's some things to look out for. Then with each of those planets that are in the stellium, they're also forming a T-square with the moon and Saturn, the planet of responsibility and discipline, also known as the planet of karma, which seems very fitting when it comes to an eclipse. Saturn's lessons can often feel a little harsh, but that's because they're straight to the point. Yeah, it's really hard to miss them. So just watch out for how that comes through. Then lastly, we've got Uranus, which is conjunct the moon. It is the planet of awakening, of freedom. Oh, and would you look at that? The planet of change and evolution. Hello, transformation in Uranus clothing. Yeah, so again, it's amplifying this transformative energy. It's, it's conjunct this eclipse, basically. So if you get through all of this, <laughs> if you get through this eclipse season without transforming and evolving in one way or another, and look, it could just be like transforming the way you think about things. But if you get through it without any of this happening, you have to ask yourself, are you leaving the house? And also ask yourself if you're wearing a big, fat, oblivious blindfold to everything that's going on in your life. Are you experiencing your life yeah or are you shutting yourself off from it because the energy is so big and potent there are going to be things happening energetically for you and if they're not are you avoiding them are you turning your back to them please don't please don't experience them because like i said this is what is this is what is catapulting us forward this is what is giving us momentum this is what is putting us on path and towards that which is meant for us. I must reiterate here, in case you missed the last couple of episodes, these transformations and changes will happen organically. Don't go and shake shit up trying to coax change to happen. Eclipses don't work like that. And they'll make it very clear by slapping you across the face with your own foot or a wet fish or, you know, something equally uncomfortable. That was a very visual moment for me. I hope it was a visual moment for you too. Also, um, this Taurus Scorpio nodal axis is going to be a thing until October 28, 2023. <laughs> I hadn't mentioned that earlier. I just wanted to ease you into it. Um, it's going to return in May with the Scorpio full moon and partial lunar eclipse. And then again in October with another Taurus full moon and partial eclipse. Um, so you need to get used to this energy. I want you to really understand it. And I've given you lots of episodes on this now. Uh, one thing I haven't mentioned is that Taurus and Scorpio are both fixed signs. This means that they're here to help us find structure and a nice, sturdy and steady beat. And that goes back to that security theme, right? In doing so, it gives us access to both signs' gifts, the earthly pleasures, as well as the spiritual growth, income through work, as well as long-term investments, sensuality and sexuality, the wisdom of nature and esoteric magic. Yeah, so you can see that Taurus and Scorpio are opposing 
but they're also so similar in so many ways. And that goes for all the opposing signs in the zodiac. So if you have fixed signs in your chart, especially your sun, moon, and ascendant, you're likely to feel these eclipses more than others. Uh, that also goes for north and south node. Of course, you are on the nodal axis. Yeah. So if you've got your north or south node, in Taurus and Scorpio, you're going to be feeling these bad boys big time. But as for the other fixed signs, if you're not Taurus and Scorpio, the other two are Aquarius and Leo. That doesn't mean everyone else is immune. No one is immune. <laughs> no one is immune to eclipse energy, but those fixed signs will likely feel it a little bit heavier. Um, lastly, it is a full moon, so it is a wonderful time to purge. And here's the thing. You remember when I said that you didn't need to consciously manifest on the solar eclipse because the eclipse energy would take care of that for you? Well, the same applies here. This blood moon eclipse will likely purge everything for you. It could be a physical purge, although let's hope not. I went through that myself this week and it was hell. But as we learnt in the Scorpio episode, you got to let stuff die. Yeah, so if it's an energetic purge, if it wants to escape, if it wants to purge, if it wants to be released, let it. Don't grip, don't hold on for dear life. Trust that the universe has got you and that this is in your highest interest. Okay, let's look at some ways we can work with this Taurus full moon and lunar eclipse. Hide under the doona. No, <laughs> just messing with you. All right, no, seriously, get grounded. I already mentioned this. It's really boring. I think I say it every time there's an earth moon, but it's because it's true. This is not new information to you guys. It's about reconnecting with the earth, reconnecting with the physical, coming back to the present. I enjoy bare feet on the sand or the grass and then taking some deep belly breaths. You might like to do a full body scan either on your own or via a guided meditation, whatever works to ground and stabilize your energy, especially during an eclipse. Get sensual. Sensuality is a huge part of taurine energy and sensuality is just about tuning into all five senses. Taste, touch, smell, sight, and sound. Tune into this when you're in nature, when you're eating, when you're making love, when you're simply sitting in stillness. Get financially fit. Finances will likely be highlighted during this eclipse. Whatever comes up is a lesson for you, not a punishment. So learn what you can and think about how you can improve the way you feel, view or manage finances moving forward. My fave go-to money guru is Betsy Westcott. You can find her on Insta at Betsy. See Westcott, I'm sure I've done an interview with her on this podcast before. I'll find it and link to it. Um, she's always got the most helpful advice when it comes to money, especially for the ladies, which is the majority of you, other than my token men. Again, hi guys, thanks for your support. Special shout out to Will Cook. Um, if you'd like to do a ritual to mark this momentous occasion, uh, you might like to become a Lunar Lover member. You'll get access to a full moon circle, journal prompts, a library of guided meditations, 
and a library of yoga classes to help you tune into the energy of each and every moon. To become a member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash lunar lover. All right, I think that's everything. Uh, again, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has booked in for natal chart readings. What I am loving so much about this is that everyone is so keen to learn about themselves, their strengths and how to utilize them better, how to understand themselves and their own motivations on a deeper level. There's some questions that you answer when you book in and that is the theme that everyone's giving me, which is so, so great. I'm loving it. Um, It's the reason I wanted to do them for you. If you want to book a natal chart reading, November is booked out, but there are plenty of spots in December and January. If you would like to do that, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to my website or head to the Lunar Lover Instagram account, click the link in the bio, and you can also book via there. So like I said, you'll likely not hear from me next week unless I have some sort of astrological insight or inspiration that I want to share with you. But I will be back to chat to you all about Sagittarius season and the Sagittarius new moon in the not too distant future. They're literally happening at the same time. We enter Sagittarius season and then the new moon's the next day. So that'll likely be a combined monster episode. Um, Okay, so as always, do what you do, share away, tag me at Jordana Levine, tag Luna Lover at Luna double underscore lover. I've been very slack on that account this week. I'm so sorry. I have been unwell, but I will get back to it and get back into the swing of it. I promise. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 